Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another Scale Riders podcast episode. We are at number 198. I am your host, 65 Lokes, covering model car culture from around the world. Excited for this one because we have our guest uh, here uh, on live on the stream, all the way from the UK, uh, Kit Builder Chris. What's up, man? How you doing? Hey, how's it going, buddy? Hey, good, man. Good. I'm happy uh, that we finally found some time to be able to get together because, you know, there's a huge time difference between where yeah, we're at. Yeah. What part of uh, the, the UK are you located in? in? In the East Midlands. So it's, it's it's not like as big as like you would say, like London or Manchester or anything like that. It's just over the East Midlands. It's yeah, it's, it's it's more of a rural sort of countryside area, but a bit more, you know, there's a few built up areas, big cities and stuff, but nothing major like London. About. Yeah, that's cool, man. And um, in your area, do you know other? Is there other model builders, or, or as far as like the community goes out there? Um, I'll be honest. It, where 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 I am, it, it's a lot of aviation, military, tanks, you know, things like that. Trains, especially um, the HO double O scale, you know, small things like that. Um, it, it's. I think. It, I I think it falls down to the the country there's quite a lot of um older builders that you know with you know with you know RAF um being quite popular and common especially in the local areas there's quite a lot of RAF bases um so you know there is quite a lot of um planes you know and things like that you know things from world war 2 um unfortunately where i am in, in in the city there's only one model shop mm -hmm. and when you go in there um, for cars there's not many cars because uh, the customers they're not really interested in cars they're interested in your tanks your planes your boats your things like that um yeah, yeah right. so it's a shame um you know i have to do a lot of my buying online if i was to get any you know decent car kits you do, you, do, you know there's, there's there's a fair few online stores um but sometimes you know it's just nice to go into a shop to have a look um i mean there is some good uh, model car shops uh, they're just not very close to me unfortunately Dang, yeah. So you gotta like order. Order on online is the best thing, unless if you travel, you make that trip out out of your city. Yeah, you know, I, I've noticed too. Like, um, you know, like where I live, you know, everyone's into cars. Like, kind of has like the access to that. But then once um, you start heading, I've been to shows where it kind of changes, where it's a little bit more like people are big on the military side of things. You know, the aircraft. Yeah. Stuff. We see a lot of that. And I haven't, um, you know, I, I haven't like dove into that. I do appreciate it and everything when I see it, but who knows, man? Maybe, maybe as I get older or something, you know, it's something I might want to explore. Um, but I guess right now, you know, everything that catches my attention is like the speed, colors, and you know, of course, yeah, yeah. and like the, the the car is just like with what's coming out, you know. So um, I wanted to bring up, because I noticed on one of your uh, recent posts, um, you were doing something different, because I know you, you do build a lot of cars, but you, you recently painted a 3D, uh, it's like a, a Black Knight bust. Tell us about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so um, I'm a big fan of um, Monty Python. You know, it's very old um, slapstick humor, and, it, it, you know, it's just something I, I grew up with. Uh, quite enjoy um, it's quite common and quite popular um but um a fellow builder who's got a um is it a pla print 3d printer so it's not your resin one it's the other one i think it's pla and the um he, he, he sent me this 
the Black Knight from Monty Python's Holy Grail, the the film. Um, and I, I, obviously at the minute I'm currently painting up the um, the Levin A86. And I thought while the 2K uh, clear is curing, I thought I'd play with the airbrush and you know paint up this um, bust as something different. Um, and do you know what? I actually really enjoyed it. And this is it there. And it's just nice just to try something different. Um, I even, you know, because in the film, uh, the, the actual character, the Black Knight, as, as you can see, loses all his limbs. Um, he's in the in the woods. So I tried to get, um, you know, a woods sort of forest style base onto it by adding a bit of um, dried soil and compost and then a couple of leaves just to give it a bit more realism. Um, but all that was painted in the space of, you know, several hours in one afternoon. Um, so it was quick, it was fun, and it's just, like I said, it's just different, and it's just nice to try something different from time to time. Man, that's crazy. Uh, so what, what movie is that based out of? Uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Okay, yeah, I have not seen that film. So that dude gets his limbs cut off, and he's just, like, trying to survive, or he's, he's pretty much just dying out in the forest. Yeah, yeah. Well, what it is is he's um, it's it's Monty Python is very it's very silly, very stupid, very slapstick. Um, <laughs> it, it is just it's just one of the it's just the sort of thing you can just sit back, you can just relax, mm -hmm. and you can just have a good laugh to. It's it's they're just so and they've got quite a few films and they did a TV series, but this particular character, the Black Knight, mm -hmm. um, uh, the, the the king is going through the woods. And there's this tiny little ditch, this tiny little like path. And the Black Knight stood there with this massive sword. And he's like, none shall pass. And the king's like, I just want to pass. And the king. And he's like, no. And the king chops his arm off. And he's yeah. like, right, no. And he's, yeah. he's still going. But then he chops his other arm off. And he's like, just it, the Black Knight just keeps wanting to fight him. And he gets both his legs chopped off. And it, yeah, if you ever get a chance to sit and watch the Holy Grail, it, it's just it's just brilliant. And like I say, it's just <laughs> it's just a fun filmmaker. Just sit back and you just just relax and just yeah. just enjoy it. It's you know it's it's really good. That's great. Uh, yeah, yeah it, I'll it to, to check that out. Right there, that sounds interesting. And the so tell us about that Levin, the uh, the AE eighty six. Yeah, do you know what? I was really quite surprised with the actual kit itself. There's, you know, it's for what it is. There's quite a lot of parts. Um, obviously, it's got you know like a full engine bay, uh, the chassis work. Um, and I think when I was prepping it all up, excuse me, before painting, I counted around or just over a hundred parts. Um, and it's a really nice kit from Aoshima. And I built a Levin before, but it was the TRD Levin, so it was at the wider body kit, um, but didn't have an engine. Um, so mm. I picked this one purposely because it had the four GE uh, engine in it. Damn. And cool. um, I've, I've been wanting to try. Um, to try something new, try something different, and try and focus on a different area. I mean, ever since I started um, four years ago, um, I was kind of like, look at one area of a build, try and focus on that for quite a bit until I feel quite happy and comfortable with it, then look at the, like, the next area of a build. Um, you know, I'm quite happy with painting them. I'm quite happy with polishing them up. And I thought, you know what, I just need to add um, some more details um, so this this was the perfect kit to try and have a bit of a practice on adding some more details. Uh, the problem is, is I, you know, I, I don't have 
as many resources as many others. But you just find what you can, um, and, and you know, just do what you can. Um, so I mean, I have got some um, the ignition wire. That that's I think it was scale production ignition wire. And then the black boot leads, uh, the black boots for the leads was just some um, black um, power cable from inside a bathroom light fitting. Um, and that's the, the black and the red cable I use for the battery as well. So on the battery, the cables are, you know, far too big. But it's it's just adding that bit of detail. It's a start. It's something. It's that step into trying something different. Yeah, no, dude, that, that looks dope. I like that. You know, I, I didn't know that that kit came with an engine, you know, how it's shown. Because mo most of the kits, when you open them up, they don't um, yeah. have an engine in there. Um, and, you know, the I, I do like the box art on that TRD one that they have out. Yeah. That one just yeah. looks amazing. And, you know, that one doesn't come with an engine. But in this one, it's like this other one doesn't come with the white body, but we, we're giving you an engine pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, it's exactly that. Yeah, you know that one. The TRD comes with a wide body, no engine. Uh, this one, as you as you say, there's no wide body, but there is an engine. Um, and the great thing about this car is, is, obviously, it's quite famous for the initial D and the Panda, the two tone black and white. Mm -hmm. um, and this particular eleven kit, uh, Aoshima have actually packed um, a sheet of body masks. So you know, like you normally get your window masks, mm -hmm. but you get them plus the body masks to mask off the body to do that. Oh shoot. And I, do you know what? I think that's a really cool idea, you know. Yeah. A lot of people will try and do their own masking, but uh -huh. they've actually supplied the masking for it, and I think that's a great idea. But for me, um, I'm not going to do that. I've, I've, I've come up with um, a bit of a style when I was doing a bit of a mock-up. Uh -huh. um, I put the bumpers onto the body, and I, I was quite happy with how it is. So it's not going to be the typical two-tone body. Um, yeah. But, yeah, yeah, it's really cool. Have you ever built any of the Aoshima uh, patrol cars, like the, their police uh, vehicles? No, I haven't. I have I have looked at quite a few of them a few times. Um, what is it? There's the Evo X. I've looked at that. Um, mm -hmm. And obviously the Skyline R34. The Skylines, yeah, those look dope. Because <laughs> if you're going to build one, you want to build a fast one as such, won't you? So right? it's... Yeah. Yeah, because... I, I have some, you know, and, and and I even have the small die cast. Uh they're made by NO64. And oh yeah. I just like looking at them because I have it, I have it lined up with my other uh cars, like little die cast cars. And I just like just looking at the R34 skyline. And I mean I, I do see that it's available in an Aoshima kit, and I would really like that's what attracts me to want to build one. Um the only thing is I think about the the masking part because um you know, there's black and white, but if you look at the front hood, it kind of has yeah. like, a little, like a point. Yeah. And, and I'm thinking like, I mean, I, I know I could cut some tape and, and you know, just do it. But what if, you know, it's crooked on one side and the other? Yeah, oh, I know what you mean. So I yeah. wonder, there's like a back mask or I don't know if it comes with that. Um, sometimes there's actually a, um, there's a Japanese website called, um, if you go on Google and type in hobby search, and um, there's a website that comes up, I think it's 1999. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I go on there and I always look at um, the car kits to see what's because um, when you go onto a car kit for, you know, like Aoshima and look for the cars, yeah. um, you see pictures of, you know, the box art, you see pictures of the built model, but then you see pictures yeah. of the instruction manual, you can see pictures <laughs> of the decal sheet, yeah, you can see pictures cool. of what's inside the box. So it's, 
I always go and have a, so it might be worth having a look on there at some of them patrol cars to see if they do come with masks inside the box. Yeah, because um, you know, looking at the car, I feel like that's like a, a key um look. Like you you need to have that on there. Cause I was thinking, what if I don't do it? What if I just do the straight black and leave the top white and that's it? But then it's gonna look kind of funky on the hood. You yeah. Know? I feel like it, it needs that. There's a there's a there re- I saw they were releasing like an RX seven. Um, oh, the veil side. Yeah, and I'm like, dang. I don't know. There's just so much stuff that they have out, and I try to stock all the patrol cars. Like when I see them, uh, and if they're available, I get them. I mean, I don't know. I don't see too many people building them, but I just want to have them like for people if if they need them, you know? Because you never. Yeah, know. I've got it. I don't think I've seen one built actually. Uh huh. Yeah, nah. They they look cool though. Like I even got some of those high aces too. The vans. And, oh yeah, uh, the patrol <laughs> as well. I, do you know what I think? I think this year I should have to get hold of a patrol car. I think try and get yeah. hold of them and you know, see what I can do. And dude, they they just look cool. They look so cool. So you know, as far as like the going back to the eleven, the the engine detail. You know, um, I know you're you know you're working with what you have because they're probably you know with Aoshima, then there's not much accessories right like available um compared to like when you look at out here in the states we have like so many companies selling little wires and all these like different things are you like getting are you wanting to get more and more into like detailing like engines and interiors to a degree yeah not like crazy and really extravagant but i think you know just little touches of detail here and there um you know because sometimes less is more um nothing against going crazy and you know really extravagant because i really appreciate the builders that do put a lot of time and effort in and go all out with you know these super detailed engine base you know it's phenomenal work and it's just amazing looking at them and but for me i'm not at a level yet and i don't really want to try and reach that level just yet i just want to add little bits and then as i'm going along just try and add an extra bit until you know i get to a stage where i feel comfortable to maybe try and go for an all-out extravagant build maybe man right on yeah i mean it's it's all like little by little you know those when you start hitting those uh those stages um, yeah but but i feel like you will you'll you'll get to the that point where you're just gonna later on look at the building and be like oh man i went all out on all this yeah because even with myself you know like there's things that um it took me time to kind of learn and and when i look back at each build there's always something new that i kind of learned on each one and even once i feel like all right i'm happy with the results i look back at the older ones and it almost makes you want to go back and and redo those or fix those but then i'm like "Ah, i'll just leave them you know because it's almost a little like a little story to kind of tell or to remind me um of where it's at you know um yeah I was gonna mention while we're here, I'm looking at the chat room for the the uh, on YouTube, and Armando Flores is on. He he asks um, any lowriders. Have you ever considered building any lowriders? I have, and I'd like to. Um, I'd love to. I love the way they look, the paint jobs. You know, they get some really nice, classy looking ones. Uh, but in the UK, like you know, the AMT kits, the MPC kits, the things like that, really expensive really yeah. expensive and i'd want to be at a level where i'd feel quite comfortable to spend you know that you know the the, the big tag you know you're looking um 
maybe 40, maybe 50 pounds. Um, some, some of the kits that, you know, have caught my eye. Um, it, yeah, whereas, you know, the Tamiya, the Aoshima kits, you know, that you're looking at 25, 30 pound. Um, but yeah, low riders, they've been on my radar. Absolutely. Mm. Um, but that's more of a, when I feel ready to spend that much. And I think with a low rider, it would have to be the paint job, especially have to be so crisp and so fine. And, you know, I'm happy with my paint jobs at the minute, but I maybe want to try that next level paint job. Um, maybe even two or three tone paint jobs. Um, now I've got the airbrush going. I've got an airbrush going. Um, my next build, once I've finished the Levin, um, it's going to be a Hakosuka GTR. Oh, and I'm actually going to, I'm going to try and do um, a two-tone paint job for that. Just a simple one, mm-hmm. but I want to take that step into a two-tone paint job. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, no, low riders definitely, definitely in the future for sure. That's dope. The Hakuzaku, are you going to be doing the, the, the Liberty Walk kit version or, or the one without the white body uh, version? It's the, um, it's the Aoshima one. It's the one with the blue uh, Liberty Walk Hakusuka. It's like a bluey purple on the box. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's the one. Okay. Um, I've built one before. Um, mm-hmm. I've actually got it in front of me, actually, somewhere. Yeah, I built one before. It was a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, it's quite a simple kit, basic kit. Um, but I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, my boy is, is six now. Um, he's, he's mad on Hot Wheels. And one of my favourite Hot Wheels of his was a Hakosuka GTR, but it had like this uh, carbon, not carbon, a camouflage uh, body pattern, not a full body pattern, but just like um, camouflage striping. So I thought I want to try and replicate that 164 Hot Wheels into a 124. So I used for the camouflage um, some black carbon fiber and some clear carbon fiber to try and recreate that Hot Wheels. I haven't got the Hot Wheels to hand, but that is, so I don't know how well you can see the carbon, but that's black carbon, clear carbon, to try and replicate what was on the Hot Wheels. Um, I also actually, because um, on the back, you've got uh, the rectangle rare lights, and a part of it is it's a bit of a triangular area. I cut it all out filled it in with some milliput, uh, drilled some holes, and actually filled the holes with um, Lego. Mm. That looks dope. So I, I quite like the, um, you know, that the Bowser Soku, the Kaido racer scene sort of thing. Quite how, I like how them cars look. Um, when I filled the back of the Hakosuka out, I thought, what can I use? <laughs> and my son's Lego was on the floor, and I saw these two round red Lego discs, and I thought they would look great as some rare lights. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I got, got the red Lego, stuck them in, and it, it worked fine. Yeah, man, that um, was like the like the final puzzle piece that you needed. You know, it was like, it, it, and you know, and, and it has a connection. You know, the the story with your son right there. Yeah, and that that's yeah. pretty cool. That's pretty dope. Yeah, that that kit. I actually had built that um, kit earlier well last year in the like towards the beginning and i mean dude it was like one of my first like gtr hakazuka kits and i loved it you know i was like i would love to build like another one there are some when i look at the one that i did there's some like items in there that i wish i would have shaved off 
like certain emblems or certain side markers on the on the car just to make yeah. it a little bit more smoother. Uh, but other than that, I mean, it was a overall fun build, fun build, and I wouldn't mind revisiting and redoing another one. Of that I one. know what you mean about the uh, the side emblems and markers and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, I think did I? I left I left the front uh, indicators on in this one, but like the GTR emblems and the Skyline emblems down the sides, shaved them all off. Um, and I've actually done that again, ready for the next one. Shaved all the sides off because I wanted a nice, smooth, clean um, look. Um, yeah. It's, it's just one of those kits. It's not overcomplicated. Mm. It's, you know, there's enough detail where the detail needs to be. And it's just a fun build. A fun build. Yeah. Like I said, the, the detail, uh, the front, where it comes with the uh, external oil cooler, uh, the, the piping, uh, you know, it's it's... There's details there where it needs to be, and it, that, I think that's why it makes it such a nice, enjoyable kit, and it's not, you know, not too stressful. Yeah, that's pretty nice right there. Yeah, that's that's one definitely. If anybody out there wants to build one of those, that's that's the one right there. I would recommend to get into. Um, as far as um, like building, like for you, like tell us about your history, model building, like. How was uh how was it introduced to you, and at what age uh, did you get into it? Um, I actually got into it four years ago. It was four years ago. Um, at the time, um, I was quite heavily addicted to a video game on the PlayStation, uh, FIFA, FIFA Soccer. Um, and it, I didn't agree. To, you know, I, I didn't you know admit it at the time. Um, but I was heavily addicted to it. And, you know, I look back now and I can openly say I was heavily addicted to this FIFA game. Um, you know, I'd, I work Monday to Friday, but I'd get home from work and I'd get through the door before I've been taking my jacket off and taking my shoes off. I've turned the PlayStation on to load FIFA up uh, Friday night and Saturday nights. I'd be up until three or four in the morning. Um, and it just wasn't pleasant. You know, I was putting all my time into it. I was, you know, neglecting uh, my fiance at the time, who's now my wife, uh, and my son, I was neglecting them um, because I was in this bubble of, you know, it was all about FIFA. Um, and it got to, it was, a, I think it was a few weeks before Christmas uh, 2018. And um, the wife, she says, you know, FIFA needs to go or me and the boy are going. And it's at that point, I was like, oh, damn, I need to sort myself out you know and then um i get two weeks off at christmas uh, from, from my job so on the last day um i actually went to a hobby shop to get her a few bits um for herself because at the time she's enjoyed baking cakes and whatnot um and there's a local hobby shop that does a lot of uh, equipment for you know baking cakes and this and that and everything else and they had some um airfix starter kits and there's one on offer a little car and I thought, you know what, I'll pick it up just while I've got two weeks off to give me something to do. Uh, anyway, this little tiny, um, I think it's like a 143, um, and it's, it's an old an old Triumph car. And at the time, I absolutely loved working on this, this, this model car. You know, it's the first time I've sat and worked on a model car. I mean, growing up as a, as a child, um, you know, I saw kits, you know, I saw the planes, I saw the tanks you know and I did a plane here or there but nothing that I got into because I was always 
a car. I was always about cars. I grew up working on cars. I grew up loving cars and, you know, training as a car mechanic and all this and that and everything else. But I never, got, I never knew there was a model car scene. I never knew there was a model car hobby. I just thought it was tanks and planes because that's all you see uh, where I am. Um, so when I come across this this starter set, the two weeks off, built it up, loved it. And I was like, I need to get another one. I need to get another one. So I got onto um, Amazon. I didn't know of any specific model shops. Um, so I got onto Amazon and I got the Italieri um, Mark II RS 1800 uh, Escort rally car. And I built that. And again, I loved it. And then I was like, I need to get some more. And the more I built, I was like, I need to get another one. I need to get, and I just found, and it's slowly become this new hobby and almost an obsession. Um, and like I said, that was four years ago, you know, from, from being at a point of such discomfort in the house, you know, with, with the sour atmosphere of me always playing this FIFA and shouting and swearing and, it wasn't nice for anyone. It wasn't nice for the wife. It wasn't nice for my boy who was, you know, he was two at the time. He don't have a big grow up as here now. Um, so I could see why my wife, you know, like I said, at the time she was my phone, say, so I could see why she said, you know, it needs to go. And, you know, since it's gone, um, you know, things have been obviously so much better. You know, I've got into this hobby. Um, and my, my boy, he'll, you know, because I do all my work at the kitchen table. And sometimes you'll come in and you have a look. And when I finish the car, I'll put it on the shelf in the front room. So I've got like a little display cam um, display shelf. And he'll always look at them and he'll say how, how cool they look. And, you know, it's, it's just things like that that motivate me more. And, you know, like I say, he's six now. So soon enough, maybe in the next, maybe in the next year, maybe in the next two, maybe in the next three years, I'd like to try and slowly get him into maybe doing his own few cars, maybe get some snap kits or, you know, or, you know, some pre-painted kits or something like that because he likes his cars. Like I say, he loves Hot Wheels. He's got this big chest of about, he must have three, 400 cars. He must have about 30, 40 monster trucks. So the interest is there for the cars. Um, so who knows if there's one that's just to snap together, you know, and if I just let him do it, he, he might enjoy it. Um, so yeah, it's, it was a weird way and it was a sad way to get into the hobby, but it's, it's, it's worked out really nicely. Um, and like I said, that was four years ago. Um, and at the time, I, 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 my best mate, he, he paints the, you know, like the Warhammer and the things like that, the little figurines. Yeah. So he paints all that. Um, so I was only really like showing him. Um, I didn't really have anyone else to show. Um, so I was uploading a lot of pictures onto Reddit and then about, I think it was about two, two and a half years ago. Yeah, during the first lockdown, it's 2020, the, the kernel lockdown. He said, um, you should try Instagram. You should try Instagram, put your pictures on there. There's quite a, a scene, quite a hobby. He's, you know, he said he's seen a few bits here and there. Mm -hmm. But all I, all I knew of Instagram was you celebrities, you influencers, you know, things like <laughs> that. I didn't, I didn't yeah. think, I didn't think there'd be such a, you know, a, you know, a scene. And I joined Instagram. Mm. And I, I was just, I was just watching my followers going up and up. And now, you know, the more followed me, you know, obviously I was following more. Mm. And it turned out this, the the model car hobby scene on Instagram was huge. It's Damn. massive. Yeah. And you know, it's 
a hell of a community, a hell of a community as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, it like you came in at a good time. I mean, 2020, you know, obviously, you know, unfortunately, there's a lockdown going on. But as far as like sharing what you're creating and be able to connect with other people, you know, people had time, people were just at home and like looking at stuff. So yeah, that, that right there, you know, uh, that timing, you know, you were able to connect with people and it, that's, that's a trip, man, dude. Like I, it, it's crazy to know that you've only been doing it for four years. You know, I feel like you've been doing it longer because like the, the skills, like the way the presentation, the way everything looks, it looks amazing, you know, Thanks, and, dude. That's cool. I, I like that, you know, you um, you listen, you know, to your wife, you know, she she brought something up to your attention. And, you know, it's like anything, you know, I think, um, you know, it, it's it, obviously family is very important, you know, oh, sure. uh, that's our number one priority. And it's it's cool that, you know, you can say that even like modeling has has helped shape everything of that. So this way you have your time for family and then time to build as well and then at the end you could you always have something to show for you know once your project's done you know there's a connection your your son sees that he appreciates that and it's going to be nice as he gets older and you guys you know go out to the store get a kit and work on something together um that's going to be like something that's going to be very uh, beautiful right there and you never know man you know it's like those are things like in the future that he'll look back on too. It's like a, like memories, you know, of oh for uh, sure, yeah, building and just like yeah. doing things uh, together there. Um, and you know, so twenty eighteen, you know, it's just like you're doing all this stuff, and then when twenty twenty, your friends telling you like jump in this, you were just your mind just blew then when you started to see everything that was out there. Yeah, you know, I was very, you know, I, I was watching. Um, I was watching a lot of YouTube videos of techniques, you know, for, such as spray cans. What's the best way to use a spray can? What's the best methods? How many coats, drying towns, things like this? You know, so I was watching so many videos on YouTube. But like I said, when I got into Instagram and you start making connections with different builders, um, and the, the, there's just a such uh, amount of knowledge about Instagram. And the great thing about the community of model car builders is no one holds it back. Everyone's just so happy to share. Everyone's so happy to help advise, um, you know, and it's just been phenomenal. And I think the people on Instagram have helped me, you know, get to the levels I have sort of thing, you know, and, you know, mm. it's, and I get a lot of people asking me for help. But in, in return, I, I go asking people for a lot of help myself. You know, it, it's 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 just such a kind community. And, you know, everyone's got time for each other. And there's no, you know, beef, shall we say. There's, I've not seen yeah. any, like, you know, major falling outs or, you know, anything mm. crazy or, you know, ridiculous. You know, and I've seen that in other communities and stuff. But yeah. this community, it's just, it's, just, it's just ace. It's just awesome. It, it's... You know, it's like a universal language. You know, everyone from around the world going to do one thing: build yeah. and look at model cars. Yeah, it's it's like that because I mean, in the past, like you said, you know, you see it in other com- communities, negativity or beefs and th- politics, things like that. And I've seen oh, yeah. it too in model building in the past, where I've heard about that. But I feel like 
um, a lot of people have come a long way now that that's that's not gonna like get in the way of anything anymore. You know, everybody basically, you know, deals with or has stuff they got going on during the day in their real life with work or whatever, you know, and then this is like their alone time of like, all right, cool, let me focus. Let me, this is what makes me unwind and get through the day. So I'm good for the next day or two, you know? And I feel like now, um, you know, everybody is like so down to help each other. You know, everybody um, shows love, uh, shares uh, people's work as well. And because ultimately, you know, that that's that's always a, a nice thing, you know, getting like sharing somebody's work or, or somebody sharing your work that you're like, what the heck? And then you get that response like from people, you know, and I mean, now you, you got so many like high level builders that you communicate with and they're willing to help, you know. They're willing to like tell you how they did that. And and that's that's crazy. That's a good feeling to be able to have access to friends that can just tell you how they did it. For sure. There's there's no uh snobbery, there's no holding anything back. Like you say, there's so many high-level builders, mm-hmm. but they're not um selfish with their knowledge. They're, they're so happy to help, they're so generous, they're so they want to help others to try and better themselves as well you know and, and yeah. I, i've been a recipient of this you know there's so many um builders that have you know helped me out and you know they've sent stuff across and you know give me so much help and information and advice and you know i've just got you know massive thanks to anyone and everyone who you know who does um help out not just me but helps out others you know it's you know it's end of the day you know it's you know it's 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 nice to be kind you know we all live in a world where outside our four walls it's just crazy no matter where in the world you are the world is crazy at the minute (laughs) so to be inside our four walls and you know with this community on instagram and you know it's just nice it's just a nice you know it's a getaway you know it's it's like last night i was sat watching um bullet 87 and scale by snacks I just sat yeah. there just chilling live streaming yeah i saw and, that i tuned in for a little yeah. bit it's pretty cool that yeah that. yeah that's right because um i was actually sat watching a film with the wife um and then um when she went to bed i thought i'll have a quick go look on my phone mm-hmm. and it says our oh, bullet and snacks is live and i said like, oh, i'll jump in and that's yeah. just cool it's just things like that. that's just cool it's just mm-hmm. getting you away from the, the the craziness of the real real world it, it's just mm-hmm. yeah it's awesome it's awesome yeah, I hope to see that more because, I mean, I do uh, see that in other communities where they jump live and they're building and stuff. And, you know, I, I kind of want to see that more like from people. I I feel like I need to get like another camera because I have one for my laptop, but I feel like I need to get another one so I could connect it uh, to what I'm working on. So yeah. this way I could have one like a couple different angles and um, just be able to to showcase. But then again, you know, if. If I'm doing that to YouTube, cool. But if, but I also want to do it through like Instagram. I got to figure that out. Yeah, yeah. I'll do it through that that, I, I wouldn't mind being on like a video, like you know, like like a bullet and snacks last night, just chilling, just building, just scribing. But for me, at the minute, like I say, with with me, where I build, I'm at the kitchen table. So oh, all yeah, you can yeah. see behind me is just the kitchen. Like you don't see that while I'm building a car. <laughs> so yeah. maybe. Um, hopefully maybe if things work out right uh, mm-hmm. later this year um we'll be able to convert uh, the small spare bedroom into um, sort of like an office like a hobby okay. area 
Yeah. So I can get a desk there. You know, now I've got my airbrush. I've actually got a paint booth on the way and like an extraction booth. Mm -hmm. um, but also the, the wife to get her work stuff in there as well. Um, so who knows, you know, if we do get this hobby office room sorted, you know, if I can get like a dedicated camera or something, you know, I'd be more yeah. obliged to maybe try and get on a few more live videos or, you know, mm -hmm. you know, but, you know, stream alongs, things like that. Because behind me, you're not going to see, a, you know, a kitchen and people in and out putting the kettle on and things like that. It's just going to be me yeah. in a little room, you know, so. But, I, I, you know, I, I, would, I would. I'd be up for it. I think it's cool. I think it's a cool idea. It, and it is, you know, it's, we're fortunate to live in a day and age where we can do that. Yeah. You know, it, it trips me out because, uh, you know, like I haven't, like Bullet, when he's saying he's been kind of just like low key for a while because he's been working and everything and he hasn't been able to build. But what I trip out on him is uh, it's like I haven't seen him in so long. So when I saw him on camera, I was like, oh, dope. You know, like that's cool. I haven't seen him. But the thing that trips me out about the kid is that he travels like all over the U.S. So like I've seen him in California, like he comes out to the shows out here. And then I and then he's based out like in Texas. So then I see him, you know, on video or pictures that he's interacting with everybody else that's in Texas that's on Instagram. And I'm like, all right. And then later he's like in Atlanta kicking it with like on the other side of the US, kicking it with the other guys. And I'm like, dude, this kid's like all over the place. Like it's crazy. And I kind of that's one of the things I like, you know, is that he's made all these connections with people on Instagram you know, that, that model build and he's able to like go wherever he wants to go and he knows somebody there. So, you know, that that's just kind of cool. He's able to connect. I'm sure if he ever went to the UK, he'd probably be hitting you up like, yo, let's meet up, you know? Yeah. Do you know what? It's, it's again, you know, it is, it's making these connections with people. Um, mm. I was fortunate to actually meet a couple of builders uh, towards the end of last year, the, the Telford model show. Um, it's a big IPMS model show. It's my first big model show. Uh, it was my second model show I actually visited. Uh, but I actually managed to meet um, Scale Model Chris and RJ Model Kit Builds. And, you know, got to meet Rick and Chris. Sorry, bear me one second. That's cool. That was the, um, let me see, because I think I made a note here. Was that the, the Scale Model World event in November, right? Yes, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. So I actually got to meet him, but we actually met up before the show. Um, so I, I, I had to get up at four o'clock on a Saturday morning. I left the house at quarter to five. I was on the train by 25 past five. Um, but then I got off a few stops before um, where the event was being hosted. Um, and uh, Rick, he uh, he came and picked me up off the train. Uh, and then we went and went to, there's like between the, the train station where he got me, and where the show was held, uh, there's like a, a nice diner in the middle. Um, and we met another builder there, Chris. Uh, you know, the three of us, we had breakfast, we had a coffee. And it was just nice to break that ice. And then the, the three of us uh, spent a few hours together at, at the show. And you know what? It was really cool because we spent so long, you know, speaking on here. It didn't, didn't feel awkward, if you know what I mean. Because mm -hmm. we've already been speaking. We've made that connection. Um, but, I, yeah, I, I, yeah we, we've, there is... Um, we have got a group, then there's quite a, a few of us. And, you know, we speak on a daily basis to the point where my wife says, you speak to them more than me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but, you know, it's, it, it, everyone in that group, you know, mm. there's there's you know, Scotland, Wales, you know, England. Uh, we've got um, one in uh, the Netherlands, and I think there's one from Sweden and in this little group. 
and you know we all talk and we all get on and you know we, mm. we converse daily and it's not just about uh, model cars it's just just general chit chat you know we, we all yeah. get along and we all you know all help each other uh mm. this group's been going oh, i don't know this group's been going for quite a while now I, I don't know how long it's been but it's just been nice you mm. know on a daily basis you know and and then watching each of us grow as we go sort of thing you know with, with our builds and, and whatnot um and it is it's just cool it is you know you are making these connections and you know making friends you know and it is yeah it's just it's just cool there's there's no other way to describe it, it it's pretty awesome yeah yeah you know i i feel like having that uh connection you know this was your first show but then you hanging out with them before the show was pretty dope because you got to interact and do something, you know, else. And then you guys are all going collectively somewhere where you wanted to go to. And then you get to experience that together. You know, um, some years back, our one of the big shows we have out here in California is called the NNL West. Uh, that's coming up like this year. There's one coming up in like a couple of weeks. But some years back before the pandemic, um, one, one of the skill model builders, his name's Alex, and he's... Uh, based out of Oakland, um, that's like near San Francisco. And he had organized, you know, um, like a, it was like a pizza night, like a model pizza night. And, and I mean, for a lot of us that were there, that was like the first time. So people who were just traveling from different states and different parts of California uh, were coming in on Friday before the day before the show. So in the evening, Everyone got together. Um, they set up the tables pretty long. They pretty much took over this big like room in the in the place where they the pizza the pizza spot, and um, everybody brought their models and filled up the tables. And by the time I showed up, the I couldn't even bring a model in because it, it was full, dude. It was like super full, but it was all good. You know, I was just there to like say what's up, talk to some people, you know, take photos and just experience and just take it in, you know, for what it was. That was there and i could tell everybody was having a great time a lot of people got to finally meet uh you know they broke the ice right there everything was cool and you know everyone everyone left happy so the next day was the show by the time the show was everybody already kind of knew where everybody was that was yeah so it was really cool for people just to say what's up and interact like with each other um the day of the show and you know, later I would hear people saying like, damn, the NNL show was cool. I like it, but I had a lot of fun the night before at the pizza thing. You know, like that made the trip for me and this and that. And you go, damn, like that's crazy, you know, but things like that, it's it's always like a, a plus to be able to interact, um, you know, with others and be able to do stuff before, or even after, you know, after the show. It's pretty nice. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we've, we've all... Um, mentioned about uh, the Scale Model World Show again later this year. You know, we'd all like to do it again. Um, but we'll, we'll try and um, meet more builders because there was in the group we we talking. There was quite a few of us that went. Um, but inside the building, it was like aircraft hangars as such, just like four empty aircraft hangars, and it was you know, so it's like a big tin roof. So the, the signal was you know pretty much non-existent on our mobile phones. So it was quite hard to try and get out of the other builders, and uh, so I think you know th this year we'll try and now we've we've seen the la the lay of the lands, you know the layout and the area. We can try and maybe arrange more with 
more of the other builders that have to come from afar, um, you know, and, and try and meet up at, you know, at a certain place, certain time during or before the the, the, the big show, um, because it would be nice to meet, you know, get to meet more more builders for sure. Um, but yeah, it was a shame we couldn't meet more builders at the the scale model world that's just been um, in November. But like I say, you know, it was it was hard to try and get hold of someone when you've got no signal to, you know, say whereabouts are you? I'm over here, sort of thing. Yeah. No, yeah, it's and then it gets frustrating too after a while of just trying and trying and it doesn't want to connect. And you're like, what the hell? Um, how does it feel, man? Like when you found out that you were gonna uh, be an official Aoshima ambassador? Oh, that was crazy. Great, mm-hmm. there's no other word for it but crazy. Um, I can remember um, seeing their post. Um, but towards the beginning of last year, their post like we're looking for ambassadors to comment on the post below whereabouts in the world you're from so i saw it and you know i i love building aoshima kits you know that they, they do some of my favorite kind of kits you know the japanese cars the tuna cars and i thought you know what let's let's go for it so i put down uh, i commented on their post and then weeks and weeks went by and you just forget about it you know your life you know you're working and you just forget and then this one morning i woke up uh, but not long had the dog the puppy and this one morning I woke up for work and I was quite tired because I've been up, you know, a few times in the night with a puppy. And the alarm went off for work and I picked my phone up, turned the alarm off. And my phone was just full of like notifications. And I'm like, what's going on here? What's happened? And I just swiped it off. And then about 20 minutes later, I was like, right, let's have a look at my phone. Um, and I had messages, um, I had messages from uh, Kiwi Cam, um, I had messages from um, Snacks. And I was like, what's gone off? And I had a message from Hiroshima. And I was like, what's this? And I looked into it and I was just sat there and I was like, what? This is crazy. You know, this message saying we've picked you to be an ambassador. I was, mate, I was mind blown. It was just phenomenal. Phenomenal. You know, and, that, you know, forever grateful for that, for sure. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, because I did see that post like uh, last year and there was a lot of people on that list, like commenting, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, dang, you know. And it was dope to see, you know, like you guys, like once they announced who was gonna who was gonna be an ambassador and everything, because it's like you go, oh man, like I know who that is, you know, or I've seen his builds, and and as time went on, you do see like like damn, like they 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 picked like a dope team because all you guys are consistent, like building your models and getting them done, and you know, I, I like how you guys show the box, like this is basically what I'm starting with, and then uh progression and until the final stage from right there and um you know just just having um like the builders that are in the u.s and then outside of the u.s you know like in different places it's it's cool you know because it's it's definitely um you know ambassadors from everywhere right there but you guys you know got selected and um i i noticed did everybody get one of those uh recognition it looked like like uh it almost looks like an award or something what, oh what, what yeah it's it was completely unexpected it was uh, i got home from work and the wife i think the wife had messaged um because we, we you know when you're at work and you have a parcel i don't know what it's like for you guys but over here if we, sometimes if a parcel is too big they might take it back to the the, the depot so, as such mm-hmm. so we, we had this slip that said i oh, would miss the parcel and I, I, I didn't, because I, I wasn't expecting anything. So I didn't think, oh, it's not for me. It must be yours. Anyway, yeah. 
on one of her days off, she went to the, the, the depot and she picked it up and she came home and she goes, you got an Aoshima box? And I was like, what? And I got home from work and I was like, oh, it looks like a, the size of a kit. And mm. I picked it up and the weight, and I was like, this ain't no kit, this is super heavy. Um, and when I opened it up and it was this, and I was like, what's in the box? And I opened it and I, I, I'm very careful. And I opened it up to see this massive sort of like glass trophy. Let's see if I can get it a bit closer. Damn, that's crazy. That's crazy. I, I'm trying to hold my words just because I, I want people to see this. All right. Tell see, so you got you gotta show us. So it's quite big. And like I say, it was completely unexpected so unexpected and you know it's just the element of surprise that really got us um and I, I think model car ca blake i think he got his first um and i got mine and i didn't want to say anything because i didn't know if model car mods had got his i didn't know if snacks had got his and i was just sat there sat on it and i was like i want to just i want to tell everyone i want to tell everyone and then one day um I, I got in touch with snacks and i was like oh you know have you had a parcel come through and he was asking what is it and i was like i can't tell you can't tell you <laughs> you know later that day he had he had the parcel turn up i was like how ironic how, how, how funny unfortunately for him his had turned up and the base had all snapped it all it had all broken off um you know so the element of surprise was was you know gone because it was just broken you know it bad you know in transit bad i don't know but he, he got in touch with Hiroshima, the, the the person we deal with and they've got him a new one sent out and he, he received it um a, a few days ago now um you know model car mod you know he, he put up a, a post the other week where he's got his two boxes with he opened that and then the um the new liberty walk aventador kit as well Again, that was a surprise. Um, I'll be honest, you know, Aoshima, they've really looked after us. You know, they've, they've, every two months, you know, you're getting a kit, then you're getting a free kit. You know, mm. it's like I, I built the um, Liberty Walk R35 just before the, the model shows. Yeah. Um, and I, I managed to get the Aoshima, the detail up photo I set to put on that as well. Uh, you know you, you can when you ask for you get wheels it, they're just phenomenal they've been amazing they really have they've, they've really looked after us and yeah no they've, they've they've made us feel pretty special and you know i've i've yeah I'm forever grateful for what they've done for sure yeah it, I... these little surprises i mean even with that glass trophy there was um three little 164 cars in there so this is one of them Oh, those are tight. Yeah, I think that's that may be one of the chases too. And then um, there's there's two boxes. They're like um, is it like a mystery box? Yeah, like there's, a blind box. Two little boxes that you, you can see what's in the box, but you don't know what's in the box until you open it. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> this is, I believe, the bluebird. Oh, that one's dope. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. And then I think is it might be a, a leopard. I think. Oh, look at that! That looks awesome, dude. I like that. Like a Bozozoku. 
I yeah, like yeah, and I love that sort of, I love that sort of styling. And, you know, we, we we all got some of those. Again, those little 164s came with that glass trophy. Yeah. I just think how nice, mm -hmm. how how awesome that they they've done that for us. It's just yeah. yeah, amazing. That's cool. Yeah, I mean they um they're doing a lot of stuff that other companies are not doing right now. I mean, as far as like if you. Think about the other car companies. Uh, well, the not the car companies, but the model kit companies that do, let's say like Fujimi, uh, Hasegawa, they they do they do great kits, you know. But we don't have that connection with them as far as like, like you know, uh, be able to email or DM and then them be active online. Be like, what's up? You know, there's really none of that. It's very. It seems like very uh formal professional maybe of just producing products getting them out to stores and that's it you know yeah and yeah. she was like does a different approach they're more interacting with their customers they're interacting you know with you guys as the ambassadors and they are looking at what products need to be created or what is it that people want uh, yeah you know uh it's almost like reinventing to stay relevant with what's going on uh right now in the in the model scene and i mean as as far as like uh kids you know um if if i had to tell them you know as far as like brands that i sell in my online store what is it the most i sell of it's aoshima yeah for sure i i, I there's so many aoshima kits that get um purchased more than any other kit and i, I would say like tamia comes like second as far as like purchases and stuff like that it's but it's primarily aoshima so for me it's like i love the packaging on the wheels i love the packaging on the kits you know yeah the detail up parts that they offer like all those little things and i keep like whenever they solicit like new stuff coming up i'm already like dude i'm definitely getting that in you know no matter what yeah. even if it's a kit that i might not even uh want to build maybe or whatever because you know it's different i like that it's different because yeah. I go, dude, no one's building this one, like, or making this one, but someone out there is going to want to build it because it's different. And I know at some point, like, um, every, you know, you notice everyone kind of builds the same kind of cars. You, everyone could build so many Lamborghinis, GTRs and everything. But at some point, there's going to be a, a kit that people are kind of sleeping on. Like, no one's yeah. really building that one. And it might be kind of odd, but then you do it your style. And that's when everyone's like, yo, what kit is that? You know, because yeah. you added your flair to it or, your, you know, you customized it. And that's the interesting thing is like having that base like kit where you can uh, freestyle and, and go off and do something like that, you know. And um, now it, it's such a great company. I mean, I, I want to go back to Japan to visit. And uh, if I do go back anytime soon, I definitely want to like check out their headquarters. You know, oh, for sure. I would definitely hit them up ahead of time and be like, dude, we gotta link up. Like I, I wanna I wanna check it out. You know, I gotta make it a day, take a video, whatever, you know, hang out. Um, it would be kind of cool um to go. I did um, I did come across a video of where, where there was outside at the Aoshima building, and then as soon as you walk through the main doors, you've just got cabinets of built models in glass cases. And I was like, what a place to work what a place to work and there's there's like one room and it was just shelves upon shelves of built models of cars and figures and just everything and I, it just it just seems like a great place you know and it look and like you say though the connection with them 
and the community. It, it, it's you can't ask for more, really. They're quite. I think they're quite active. You know that they will. You know, you get your reposts and your things like that, and they do keep yeah. in touch. You, you can get hold of them. Um, but like you know, like you say, look, you know, some of the other brands, and it might be a bit more difficult to um, connect with them as such, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, no, yeah, really. they are. They, and, and the kits, I think, excuse me, um, the range of kits that they've got uh, and looking at bringing out, there's, there's such a, a wide variety. You know, they've got the Lamborghinis, the Paganis, you know, they've got some really nice, um, you know, sports cars, supercars, hypercars. And then you've got your, like you've previously mentioned, your patrol cars. You've got your, you know, your JDM cars, but you've got like a, a skyline, then you've got a top secret skyline, then an MCR skyline, then a mind skyline. So they've got the base model and then the tuner versions. And I just think they are absolutely nailing everything for everyone. Mm-hmm. No, they are. Yeah, there, it's just so much stuff. Um, I remember when they were sending me these little catalogs, I was looking at them and I like how they just sectioned everything. And I was like, dude, like this is dope, you know, that they're, they're doing all these like things because. Uh, this is what we want to see. This is what's going to get us excited, you know, looking through like be, being able to get like a little catalog like that and just to look, you know, through it. And it's always nice when they do the post of of what's coming out new, you know, yeah. uh, like every year they're coming out with new new models, new models, you know, or they're bringing back something, but they're changing the box art and they're but they're adding something like to it. So it, it makes it really nice and exciting. Um, one thing I wanted to bring up regarding the Lamborghini, um, that build, uh, the Liberty Walk Lamborghini, um, you painted it in a green. Do you have it in front of you? I, I don't, but I can go and fetch it. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah bring it up. I want to, I want to check that out. Um, let me see. So while he's getting that, yeah. Um, there's a, the Liberty, Liberty Walk Huracan, um, that they had put out and that one there. Um, I started on it earlier this year and I was hoping to complete it by the end of this year. But then I started kind of running into some issues at the very end, like anything, you know, <laughs> commonly that happens a lot. But with with that build, like I had it mocked up where, you know, I had it, a lot of a lot of certain parts glued on and everything. And then the only final components that I needed to do was like add the little rivets Um put in the glass right so then all of a sudden i'm test fitting the glass the front glass and you know the glass isn't like you put it from the inside you have to put it from the outside yeah yeah as i'm putting it from the outside i'm noticing that the glass like i pop it in and it keeps popping out and it keeps popping out and and then I, i have to like press it down and then i'm staring at it and i'm going like why does it keep doing that so then I started to see the areas around the edges, like, all right, I might need a sand here or sand there, but it was still doing it. So then I'm like, oh, shoot, I think I know what it is because I rarely have built models where I have to put it from the outside, always from yeah. the inside, right? So I started looking in the pillars and I noticed like a basically the clear coat that I sprayed on it filled up those areas. Oh, yeah. Where yeah, I get you where I'm at the point right now, I, I did sand down some areas to push it down just a little because I want it to be flush, how it's supposed to be. 
but it's not happening. So I think what's going to end up happening is I'm going to have to cut the inside part where it receives the glass. Those yeah. edges. I'm going to have to just cut that out completely, uh, place the glass in, hold it in with tape so it's kind of smooth on the exterior. And then from the inside, pouring little bits of glue in little areas just to, to get it settled in. And that's the only way I'm going to be able to go. And, that, you know, the reason I'm bringing it up, did you ever have issues with the glass on that build? Not on this one, but I have been in your situation before. Um, the the Nunu, uh, the Peugeot 306 Maxi rally car. I think that for me, that was the first time of having to attach the windows from the exterior. And it really caught me off guard. Um, you know, especially with using spray cans. Spray cans are just a spray bomb. You know, there's, there's so much paint on there. And I was like, I was just struggling. I was like, why are these windows not going on properly? And I just got really frustrated with it. But I think I ended up um, using a fresh blade, kind of like cutting into the paint in the recesses of the frame and trying to pick the paint out so I could try and get it in a way of sitting in. Um, so it was a bit of a, a dangerous one because if you weren't careful with the blade, you'll cut some of the paint that's going to be visible on the, the pillars as such of the, of the roof and whatnot. Um, but no, with this Huracan, uh, even though it was built with spray cans, um, I did get on all right. There is a slight uh, gap at the top, um, but I think that's part of a, there's like a, a connector point, but I didn't shave it off enough. Um, but I, did, I, did, I didn't go into as much detail as you with this build, you know, with all the rivets and things like that. Because I, like I like to try and keep... Um, especially my ambassador builds, I like to try and keep them as, as out of box stock as much as possible. Um, as much as, you know, it's great seeing, you know, the other guys, they're great. They, they've, you know, they've done some fantastic things. I mean, like you look at Snacks with his S15 and he put the LS swap in there and he did that awesome, um, the drift live on it. And you look at model car mods and the details, you know, his actual working gear sticks and things like that. I mean, at the minute he's putting the lights and all his TR11, and that's amazing. And I just, the, I like to do it um, out of the box. So, you know, some builders who won't feel as confident enough. And I, 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 the way I see it is if I can show them this is how it is out of the box without going crazy, you know, this is, you know, sort of that doable, trying to mm -hmm. not put anyone off. Yeah. I'd like to try and encourage them to pick it up. That makes a lot so, of sense actually um because you know like let's say you know it's like you're setting the example you get you open the kit you build it and let's say you go wild and you customize and you do all this stuff someone who who wants to build that kit might be already expecting that all, all the things you added to this car are going to come with the kit yeah and there might be some confusement but just by doing it the way you're doing it, it's it's pretty true to the kit. Like this is every, everything that's on this is is what's in the box. You know, I just added my colors and stuff like that. But as far as gluing all the pieces, like those are all there. Yeah, it's even like these Liberty Walk kits. I mean, you're working on one yourself. I've even said I think that'd be a kit brilliant for beginners. Mm -hmm. You know, you've got your you've got your water slides in there. You've got your stickers in there. Um, a lot of the parts, they all, um, you know, snap fit sort of thing. You know, some parts do need a bit of glue, um, but it's all pretty detailed. I mean, even the finish of the plastic, I think the finish of the plastic straight out of the box, 
you know, because sometimes, you know, I've spoke to quite a few builders over the past few years where I'm just starting or I've just started. I don't feel confident painting just yet. Is there any sort of kits you can recommend? I can just put together that look nice. Because a lot of the time you open some kits and it's all the plastics are like just one colour or two colours. But the Aoshima with these Liberty Walk Lamborghini kits, you know, the body, you know, you've got all the different coloured parts. And I think they're, they're finished to a, a, a really good standard. Um, and like I say with this, this the Hurricane, you know, I've, I've, I've said it's a brilliant kit for beginner or experience, you know, and I, I really enjoyed it. And what really like I liked about it for me is the you can adjust the ride height and the camber of the wheels oh, even yeah. after the full ascent. That blew my mind. I blew my mind. Yeah. I I'm hoping that that they start I don't know making that more accessible to even like other kids, like future kids. Yeah. yeah, that they want to, like, let's say, um, like the Celsius, like the ones that, like, that VIP style with the cambered wheels, you know. Yes. Um, I hope that somehow they start implementing retooling some of the bottoms just so you could get that cambered look. Because I, I do like that about that, about the Huracan, that Liberty Walk, that you could adjust it so easily and just drop it, make it look really low and slammed. Um, and with the, and it's just easy the the way everything moves. And when I saw that, I was like, dude, this is like new tooling. You know, all that right there looks dope. Show show us your uh, your Lamborghini. Let me see. Trying to make sure I'm in the camera square on. <laughs> um, so this is I use the Tamiya uh, TS fifty two. Uh, I think you guys call it candy apple green, I think. Um, so in in the light, in the green, you get like a golden fleck, yellow fleck. Um, so that's that's it. Oh, so it was it was really nice build. That's dope. You know, um, on the side doors, at the bottom, yeah. there is that big. It looks like a big black like a decal, a water slide. Yes. Yeah, Dude, I tried putting mine on and I straight ripped it. <laughs> yeah, what did I? I think I used and I used a sticker. Okay, okay, that was one of the things I was so tempted on going for the sticker, but yeah. then I was already like, "Well, made me not use it." Is just because I was like, "All right, well, the car's already pretty dark as is, um, with the midnight purple." And I was yeah, just, so you could get away with that. Yeah, yeah. So I was just like, "I'll get away with it. I'll just like not do it." But I did attempt. Before I cleared the car, I was like, I'm just going to slide in the decals on here. And I was getting it off the sheet. And then once I got it onto the body, uh, I don't know if, you know, I mean, I either forced it or I put too much solution. Something happened, but I ended up tearing it. And then I was like, all right, that's it. It's time to move on <laughs> to the next. Yeah, I, I actually used a mixture of uh, water slides and stickers on this build. Mm -hmm. I think I even used the stickers for the window trims, the window frames. Yeah. Um, Obviously, I've got the you know the water slides all around the body, mm -hmm. and then you know because like I said already, I, I kind of want to show that these builds are suitable for everyone, and not to be put mm -hmm. off, not to be like oh that looks too that looks too difficult for me. I want them to yeah. try and make oh yeah this looks you know pretty good. This is you know out of the box sort of thing. Mm -hmm. You know that's why I went for this one. You know using the water slides and the stickers. You know, you know and it come with them. So you know why not? Uh, you know, yeah. it's just makes the build a little bit easier. So that looks so, dude. I love that uh, that Nissan the Vertex that you did. 
Oh, the pink one, just recently. Yeah, dude. Show, show us the pink one, man. T- tell us about that build. So it's my second uh, second time of building this kit. Um, it looked quite purple. It looks so many different colours and so many different lights. It's unreal. Um, but, I mean, for me, this is sort of like the, the pinnacle of, um, you know, styling for me. You know, it's early, what was it, early 90s. Um you know the tuna, the tuna scene, and I, I just love this this sort of this style for sure. Um, actually, I built one before, um, and I tried to do a ridiculous camouflage scheme on it. It was pink, purple, silver. Um, but as far as the kit goes, I really enjoyed it. Um, but trying to do a camouflage paint scheme with you know spray cans for the first mm. time wasn't easy. Um, and then you know, when I picked it, I, 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 I always like I need to build another one. I need to build another one. And then I finally got into building it. Um, and it's actually my second airbrushed body, but my first fully airbrushed finished build. Because I've with eleven, I've airbrushed eleven body, but when the vertex turned up, I put the eleven to one side to build this vertex for the ambassador program. So. Although it's my second airbrush, it's my first fully finished. So now I'm back to the Levin. Um, and, you know, so I've learned quite a lot with airbrushing. Um, I had a lot of issues for a few weeks, um, a lot of issues. But, you know, fortunately enough, there was, you know, quite a few guys on hand, you know, on, on, on Instagram um, who, put, who, you know, put up with me moaning or, you know, when you know oh, why is it not doing this why is it not doing that why is it not working what am i doing wrong what am i doing I, they were so helpful um you know you, there was suited mando glue sniff garage uh, scale model chris rj model kit builds uh, you know s- snacks there's, there's been a few um and you know they've they've have you tried this try that do this do that you know they was on hand to help me mm-hmm. and you know w- without their help i would have been just stuck um it turns out it was my fault for it not working all along. <laughs> you know, maybe I didn't tighten this up enough or I didn't push the needle in far enough and tightened it up enough. It was just things that I was making the mistakes on. That it wasn't okay. working. Yeah. And yeah, once yeah. I you know, got all this help and advice and, you know, there was like, you know, make sure you do this, you clean this, try this, do that. And, you know, it, not just getting me through the problems, but also getting me going, helping me use it helping me you know like methods don't do too much this these are the thinning ratios for that and yeah so much help and without them you know I'd, i wouldn't have been as I, I don't think i would have come along as you know as quick as what i have done i feel like with just these two builds in such a short time i've come up in leaps and bounds because i've had so much help and again this is a point that you know we said earlier about this community everyone's just so friendly and helpful with all this mm. advice you know I, I, I can't thank them enough for all the help and you know anyone else that's you know it's you know across the time has offered help and advice and got me through stuff you know I, I, you know i can thank everyone you know obviously we ain't got all day to thank everyone but mm. if anyone who's listening who's helping advice you know I, I thank everyone for sure yeah you know i'm glad that you went from that transition from the cans to uh, airbrushing but you stuck to it at least now you have access to both, you know, um, you'll always have, you know, you know, that 
you have it like in your back pocket to pull out anytime, like to air, like to rattle can and, and spray the models and everything. But then, you know, you know that by airbrushing, you're pushing yourself, wanting to learn and wanting to like go in that direction. And obviously there's more control and there's a lot of benefits that come from it. But I have oh, it's blown my mind as airbrushing. The from the the tiny amount of paint you use to the amount of detail you've still got after because if you're not careful sometimes with rattle cans you can lose detail especially mm -hmm. on interior parts or chassis parts you know sometimes you can lose body detail if you're not careful yeah it's airbrushing you know you can lay three or four maybe five coats on and you've still got a great amount of detail and it's just yeah airbrushing for me yeah absolutely i wish i'd done it sooner wish i picked it up sooner yeah yeah but it's it's all timing you know I, even when you run into issues like it's it's fine um sometimes you have to welcome those issues to happen because yes. we, all, we all go through it and then you figure out you kind of dial it in like all right cool i know what i need to do for the next one uh i like watching youtube videos where i see the the, the model builder like uh spraying everything you know airbrushing the primer and every little stage and i, I like seeing that and and I know they're taking their time. I wish I had that kind of time to like airbrush everything. Yeah. I, I kind of do a combination of both where I rattle can the primer onto the body, onto the chassis and all those. Okay, yeah. Using it to me, just cause it's like fast for me. And and I know that it lays out pretty thin and um, and it, I, I'm not gonna lose any of that detail with the primer. When it comes to the paint, then that's when I go over to splash and I start airbrushing the fresh uh, paint and the clear. So there's like a, a combination of both that I use um, uh, right there. But it's, I don't know, like, I, I really enjoy it. I really like the, um, the, the combination of using the both right there. Uh, but I, I did want to bring up something that I have met people where they tried airbrushing, but based on like the issues they were having with airbrushing and not being able to like execute what they wanted they just gave up completely like, okay um, yeah and and even if somebody was like yo i'll teach you it was almost still like the motivation wasn't there anymore for it you know and um and it sucks because yeah some people just choose not to do it like at all but i'm glad that you're still pushing right through it and, and doing it out there so that's pretty dope what what kind of paints um, are you generally using for airbrush application? So far, I've only really used um, just a couple. Um, I did buy a big batch of um, paints, primers, and whatnot um, from um, Fire Scale Modeler Paints. They're Portugal based. Mm -hmm. Nice. And I got them through um, the D Model Kits uh, shop, which is also Portugal based. Um, and scale model chris who i talked to he was using a lot of their paints you know the pre thinned um and I, I thought i'd give them a try obviously in the uk we we have um zero paints um a few of the guys have used them but i've heard of some horror stories of it mm, crazy yeah. hazing it's too hot this and that and what i did is before i made a purchase of any paints for my airbrush mm. i was looking at all the recommendations and seeing who had like, any negatives uh, you know and i'm not saying everyone had a negative with zero paints but if someone had a negative i'd be like oh I'd be wary of that I'd be cautious yeah um but chris um he was using these fire scale modeler paints 
um, and I can't really recall any issues at all. And I thought, you know what, I'll give it a try. I'll give it a try. So I went out and um, I just bought a, a box load of paints. So these, uh, the Levin and the Vertex is all um, fire scale uh, primer, the colour uh, and the clear varnish, clear gloss. Um, I've also been using some of the, you know, like the Tamiya, Tamiya acrylics in the pot. Mm-hmm. Um, you've been using them, you know, thin down for like the interior, uh, like, you know, like a flat red or a flat blue for the racing seats and, you know, your semi-gloss blacks, things like that. Um, and I've just recently picked up some Tamiya lacquer paints as well in the pots. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I use uh, Mr. Hobby's leveling thinners, mm-hmm. uh, mix them in there with, their, you know, because I've, I've, I've heard a lot of good things about the Tamiya lacquer paints as well. Um, so, yeah, I, I've... I've been fortunate to have a nice uh, entry into painting regarding paints for the airbrush. Yeah, the fire scale stuff, it's just been shaped. What I do, because I have to paint outside, mm-hmm. it's always cold in the UK. The only thing that stops me if it's raining, but it's always cold because it's, you know, because I have to paint outside. Mm-hmm. I always put the little jar, like I did with the spray cans, I put the little jars into a mug of hot water, not boiling, but like hot from the tap. Uh, in this you know and, and i just warm the bottles up and then when it's time i'll warm them up um you know give them a good shake pour them stick them in the airbrush go outside and paint and that, yeah they've they've been been so good as a beginner airbrushing to to use um i, I hopefully could have some news soon of some new paints coming uh, but i don't want to say anything just yet but i will say keep your eyes out for sure uh, hopefully i've got some news coming soon yeah that's cool um as far as um out there you don't have access to uh, like splash paint do you know if anybody sells it out there in europe there was one yeah. shop in the uk there was one shop but i think they've st- stopped stocking splash paints i think because a few of the builders I speak to they used splash um but they've been struggling to find it or get hold of it now i think i think you have to go further afield to try and get a splash now Nice. Yeah. Damn, dude. I, I wish um, you had access like that to a, even like House of Color paint. Um, that's more of a urethane uh, paint. I would re- that's one I would highly recommend for like uh, if you do like lowrider, like a lowrider build. Oh, yeah. I have seen a lot of lowrider builds with the, the, the flake paints and stuff and the House yeah. of Colors. Yeah, yeah. 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 Those are those are pretty cool. Um, man, it's been so long since I've used House of Color paint. You know, hopefully in the future I can get my hands on it again. I mean, I I, I can get it where who the company that sells it they're not too far from me, but I just don't really have the the correct place to like store it away. You know, um, but for now I, I really like uh, splashes like one ounce little bottles that I, you just shake up, ready to use, and they're yes. good to go. You know, those are always a uh, a pretty neat right there. Um, as far as um, you know, you know, now we're in a uh, 2023. What are your uh, resolutions for model building? Um, t- t- the main thing is is to join a local club. So before the Scale Model World Show, there was a local show in my city. Um, a, a few weeks beforehand, um, I only come across it by chance. Um, so I went to this this model show, and it was other side of the city 
Um, but in the lead up and the run up to the show, I was, you know, talking to the the event organizer as such, or one of them. And he was saying, you know, come along if you want. There's a judging tables. If you want to bring anything along, you know, bring them along. It's like a pound to enter, you know, each model. And I thought, Do you know what, let's go for it. You know, so I wanted to go along. I wanted to visit my first show. And I thought I'll just take some builds and put them into the public eye. You know, it's, 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 it's all well and good putting them in onto Instagram and, you know, everyone sees them and seeing the photos. But sometimes with photographs, you can hide some of the little imperfections. So I just thought, you know, I, 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 I took three. I took three uh, to this show for judging. Um, but while I was at this show, I, I, got, I got talking to quite a lot of people, um, especially from the, the local club. And there was all like, look, you know, we host this club meeting. It's once a month, you know, come down, you know, come, you know, join us, chat. It's not just about model cars. We have a good time. We have good, good fun, you know, and, and I haven't managed to get down there yet, uh, you know, because of, you know, life and work or whatever else. Uh, but they've actually got a meeting next week that I hope to get down to. Um, so that's my New Year's resolution is get down to their club and get involved as part of the club um, and then, you know, visiting more shows, visiting more shows. Because it was funny, at the club, uh, I've asked, asked me to go down, they're mainly just, you know, your planes, tanks, military, things like that. Um, and I saw um, the, the main uh, club uh, manager as such. And he bumped into me at the Scale Model World show and he says, I really wish you was part of our club because we've got no cars on our stand and we needed some cars <laughs> to put on our table. So, you, you know, you need to be part of the club, you need to get some cars on the table as well. So, yeah, that's that's my main thing is, is get part of, the, part of the club and do more shows, visit more shows because oh, them shows, you know, seeing everything in person, it's just mind blowing, mind blowing for mm -hmm. sure. Yeah, that's pretty dope. Yeah, I mean, joining a club is definitely going to be uh, something different, but an eye opener, but also something where you're going to feel at home, you know, um, connecting with, with people like that. You know, that's pretty dope, man. I like that. And um, I mean, dang, you, the, the year just started. You got projects, uh, ambassador, you know, a few ambassador going on. There's just so much going on, man. That's pretty cool uh, right there. And as far as um, have you decided um, like your builds, like I know once you finish that living, have you decided what's going to come after? Like what build do you want to um, approach next? Yeah, I've started prepping a few up ready to hit hit with paint. Um, I say once I finish this living, my next uh, project will be the Hakasuka GTR um but i've got a couple of side projects as well that i want to do for like um for myself as such um <clears throat> when i was at the scale model world show um there was one of the one of the vendors there was um, a, a foom model center it was a shop in the uk and they stocked um sms paints and i was looking for all these paints and some of the paints that they've got um like it's like a flip paint you know the, the color changing paints so i've picked up two bottles um and one of them i've got plans for a, a nismo r34 and the other one i've got plans for the recently um re-released aoshima hks r32 
Um, so I've just been prepping the HKS RT32 body up because you have to cut the bonnet off so you can attach the HKS bonnet. Um, that, that also that AOS Yammer kit comes with engine detail as well. Do you have the in front of you? Do you have the box art to that kit? Yeah, it's the side of the laptop. Okay. If you could show us, um, I did see uh, the solic solicitations for that last year, but I believe it's now starting to arrive. Uh, I should be getting that one in pretty soon. Um, looks like a pretty dope kit um, right there. But I didn't know it comes with an engine. That's interesting. Yeah, I was quite surprised with that as well. I was really happy with that. Yeah, let's check it out. Uh, let's see, just describe it to us. So that's the kit itself. It does have the, um, the higher level spoiler, uh, but for me, I'll be using the, the normal standard uh, R32 GTR spoiler that it comes with. <coughs> um, say I had to, I had to cut the bonnet off because um, the bonnet was just solid. Um, and I was a bit nervous for that because I'm not very, you know, with, with scribing and cutting and trimming things, I'm, I'm not very confident with. But it came, I can't find it. So yeah, the, the standard bonnet, but it actually comes with this one. So a HKS bonnet, which is good with this, this open vent there, because you'll be able to see the, um, the RB26 and all the engine. So although that's the bottom of the chassis, and it's all solid, you actually get the engine bay. So it's already got part molded at the bottom there, part of the bottom of the engine already molded. So you'll just start to build on top of that. And then obviously that will sit on top of the, um, the chassis. Oh, damn, that looks dope. That's pretty cool. So yeah, it's pretty. It's all. I'm all excited all in, <laughs> looking at it. It's all in bits at the minute, so I can't really show much because uh, I've, I've, I've trimmed everything off the spoon yeah, and yeah. You know, I've cleaned all the bits up and whatnot. Okay. Um, but I can see if I can show you. I can show you. Where is it? So they, if you can see that. So this, that's where you start to build up the engine bay. Damn, that's cool. That looks interesting. I see that, dude. Hell yeah. And then um, it, there's, there's plenty of parts to it. So I don't know how well you can see that. So there's plenty going on. There's plenty of parts going in and you know, you've, the, the strut brace and everything else, and it just fits in. So yeah, I was really, when I opened the box and saw all that, I was like, this is amazing. You know, I, I, I like building a lot of skylines. I think I've built roughly 80 model cars, roughly in the four years. Um, I'd say about 20, maybe 25 of them have been different variations of skylines. From your Hakasukas to R32s, 3s, the 4s, you know, and uh, a couple of Calsonic R30, you know, Skylines. Um, I just like the way the Skylines look, um, you know, and the kits, both the Tamiya ones and the Aoshima kits. Um, I've built a lot of Aoshima 
R34 kits, uh, like the mines, the top secret. Um, I built a lot of the Tamiya R32, 34 GTRs, the Nismos, you know, things like that. Um, so yeah, I built, I built a lot of Skylines. So yeah, when I, I got this one, a, mm. a different type of Skyline. Yeah. I was looking forward to it because it comes with all the HKS parts, you know, the big HKS muffler, and the, the yeah. bonnet. The, the wheel. I am changing the wheels out actually. I've got some. Uh, I've got. I've actually got Rick. Um, he's actually printing me some uh, Nismo LM GT four wheels off three D printed wheels. So I've been attaching those. Thank you very much, Rick. That's um, cool. What, what size? What size are the wheels going to be? Eighteens. Okay. Dang. Eight. That's going to look dope. And um and that one uh since you know you see all that the engine bay and everything are are you thinking of uh possibly like maybe hinging if not hinging just kind of having the hood open somewhat so you can if, see inside or if all goes to well mm -hmm. um I'll be putting it in a display in a display case with the the bonnet off oh, okay okay yeah um so like I said, with about. 80-ish builds there's only eight in display cases i only save it i save for me it has to be like super special of a build to go into a display case you know it has to be you know something that i've done differently something new something special or something that's just turned out you know and i really you know loved it um, so i've only got eight in boxes at the moment um the vertex that'll be one going into a display case because it's my first fully finished airbush build Damn. The levin, if, mm -hmm. if if it if the levin all goes well, that'll be going into a display case. But I'll have the bonnet off so you can see all the engine work. Engine, yeah. Um, and then hopefully with with the HKS Skyline, that'll mm -hmm. be a similar situation. If all goes well, that'll yeah. be in a display case with the bonnet off, so you can see the engine in there as well. With that HKS Skyline, is there anything you're looking at the body that you want to shave off, like any emblems or like side markers on on the body? Yes, I've actually taken off on the on the rare end of it. You've got the on the back. You'd have the Nissan. You'd you'd, you'd have the GTR logo. So I've I've shaved them off and you know sanded that back smooth. But other other than that, that's about. Oh, and the G, you get like the GTR emblem on the side of the wings. So I've shaved them off and smoothed them out because with me liking to wet sand and polishing my builds anything raised that doesn't need to be there i like to get rid of it so if it's a badge if it's an emblem if it's you know the nissan logo or the nissan you know um, font as such i just uh, yeah. but to be honest i like a nice smoother clean body anyway i like them debadged as such yeah how are the uh the waterside decals on that um there's not many to be honest i'm not even opened the bag yet Damn, that's dope. Damn, exclusive right there, showing us firsthand. <laughs> and then one thing that I really like about the Aoshima kits is, is pretty much all of them come with the window masks. Oh, yeah, I love that. That's a plus I, right there. I hate having to make my own. I just, I, I, I'm, I'm useless at making my own masks. So I, it's always, you know, a big, big plus for me when they include the window masks, for sure. Yeah, it is, man. I mean... When I was doing like building like Impalas and other like lowrider cars, um, no one that builds those cars is doing that with, you know, painting the 
exterior the glass and black you know even in custom cars it's just straight up just the glass put on there and it was something that i had to learn later you know and that was one of the things why i like being able to build a different style of cars because you start learning you know like oh i gotta do this or this is how you do it when it doesn't come with that and then now it's like all right cool now if i ever have to do it i'm not gonna freak out and be like oh you know but I, but I have built some cars where it doesn't have it. And I'm like, oh, man, I have to create my own. Like, yeah, this is going to be a mission. I could already tell. Yeah, you know? yeah I've, I've done that many times. I've made a, I've made a big mess. Um, <laughs> and it, sometimes, you know, you can get through the build and everything's going brilliantly. The body's, body's come out amazing. It looks great. It's polished up nicely. You've done a great job on the interior. The chassis looks great. You come to paint the window trims. It just goes a mess. I'm like, oh, seriously. <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you when you do the the window trim? Are you painting it just using straight black, or are you using the smoke, the color? Um, I just use um a black. It could be flat, semi, or gloss. It's whatever's to hand, really. Just yeah. a little tummy pot straight out the pot. Um, a lot of the time it's by hand brushing it. Mm -hmm. So my, my first. Once I've got this, the the mask the masks on, the first thing is I'll, I'll do a very light um, coat first, just to kind of like seal the edges in, yeah. And then build it up to maybe like three four layers of the black um, mm -hmm. to get a nice solid you know solid um, black, and then um, just being very careful moving the masks. Sometimes I could do it a bit too soon, so when you're pulling it off, it's still quite sticky and tacky, and oh, it's not yeah. stretching. And then it stretches and it drops across the and i'm like oh it's dropped across the window <laughs> <laughs> dang i remember um having to adjust one of the stickers that i got with the mask because you know when you're placing it on i was like a little bit too much on one side than the other yeah like, oh man i gotta go back in and i was afraid that that the sticker was gonna kind of warp or get kind of weird because like now i'm pulling it off and i have to restick it back yeah in. But I didn't have any issues though. It, it worked out, and I was like, "All right." So, dang! I see uh, slowly models is on the chat right here. Let me say what's up to him. Hey, dude! Dang, that's dope. That's dope. What's up, Casey? Tuning in. Um, yeah, shout outs to uh, Ryan. I see Ryan. He's uh, based out of Hawaii, but I don't know if he's out in California. He had mentioned that. Um, but yeah, shout outs to you guys and everybody else who's. Um, Checking us out right here. We got uh, D Factory Rat. Let's see who else. I'm gonna read off some names. Um, RC Mask Master, uh, Cube Jam. So shout out to you guys. Um, let me see. Dang, we've been. This has almost been a couple hours now. We've been on. <laughs> That's a trip. That's cool. Um, I'm trying to think of what, what other models. Um, did you did you get the the Liberty Walk the the newest Lamborghini? Yeah, yeah, the new Aventador. Yeah, can you show us the cover of it. Yeah, sure. Let me go fetch it. All right, cool, cool, dude. I, I'm excited for that kid right there. Just seeing it, um, man, it's crazy. Dan Casey, you are late, man. We're almost we're almost gonna finish up. It's uh, hey, what's up, David? Dang. David so for Aldi. anyone wondering about that Hako mm. Suka was talking about earlier, mm -hmm. that's see. the kit that I'll be working on next. Ooh, yes, yes, yes. I love that kit right there. Brilliant, brilliant kit. 
Are you gonna yes. use the the white body from the Hakuzuka or? It will be pretty much as it is on this one. Okay. So the the not massive arches. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Just be like that. Ah, oh, looks so good. It just looks absolutely fantastic. Man, that's crazy. That's crazy. When it comes to time to to build that, you got to tell me the difference between that one and the Huracan. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I've had a look in the box and it just looks like the Huracan. It just looks so good. Um, so if we can show you some bits. It is. It's not, still in all its bags at the minute. But there's, there's, there's just bags and bags of stuff. Just loads of stuff. Um, the books, I find the, the instruction books are amazing. Absolutely amazing. You know, it's, it's just the imagery, the colour. The, they're so um, easy to read and understand. Um, I think they're fantastic. So yeah, I'm really looking forward. To, look, looking forward to this. I've got a few colours in mind, but it's um, it's a few builds away just yet. A few builds away just yet. Man, that's dope. I wonder um, how long it's gonna take uh, for me to get that kit from my distributor because um, you know it just came out. It seems like in Japan, like people are starting to get their hands on it and. Yeah, you know, you guys already got it, but you guys got it directly from from Aoshima. So I'm, I'm assuming it might be like three, four months out until we get ours out here in the states. Um, but dude, that those cars are dope. I don't know. I just like I uh, I do want to build the other releases that they're doing, Liberty Walk Lamborghinis. I do want to build those, but that one there, it just looks stunning right there. I'm excited to see what you guys uh, come up with. You know, I really like the um, the R35 Liberty Walk kits. I really mm -hmm. like those. Yeah. Um, I, I, I finished a few months ago the version two type one. So it's the one with the, like the, the bronze looking mm -hmm. R35 on the box. So I finished that one as a bullet pop me ambassador project. Yeah. Right I've, I've built, yeah, I've got it here. I've, mm -hmm. I've built the version two type two, the Advan as well. Uh, but this is the version two type one so that's the one with the photo x detailing so you the discs um the supports for the spoiler and the uh the wing ends uh, the exhaust tips um i just had to cut out some of the molded in grills for the front bumper so you can like you know like yourself attach those detail upset but I just love, as a kit, I think it goes together well, and I really enjoy it. It, it looks good. Um, and it's the good thing about that, for anyone who hasn't built the, the R35 kit, the one thing I like about it is with the arches, as you're well aware, they come separately, so you have to attach them on. But in the booklet, you get an actual size um, diagram of the body. So it tells you where to cut the body arches to attach the new ones. Um, and I've had a few people ask, what's the best way to do it? And I said, the best way to do it is, is get a bit of masking tape, 
put it on the page with a pencil, draw the outline, draw the area that needs to cut off, then attach that masking tape to the body, and then use a Dremel to cut it away. And for me, that was the easiest way. Oh, that's but that's what I like about that as well is, is, is in that book, they give you that template of an actual size template. So you're able to do something as that, make it a bit easier. Yeah, damn, that's tight. Yeah, because I imagine like someone doesn't know or use that and then they just kind of freestyle it. It might be kind of off. <laughs> yeah. Arches right there. No, it looks dope, man. It looks amazing. I love that photo edge kit, that detail kit and the like the adding those photo etch disc breaks like on yeah that. oh man i love it i um there i've only done two models with the disc breaks so far uh one of them being the ef9 that i'm working on um that's from nunu plots and yeah. oh, no, nunu hobby plots and i ended up going with the the zoom on break set and that that break set um, you know, aftermarket product, but it it also comes with um, uh, the discs in um, Photo Edge. And I was able to like put them on a little Dremel and get a little bit of sandpaper, sand them off, and then put like uh, the black panel line and all that, you know, just to kind of weather it sort of make it a little bit realistic, I guess. I don't know. I was just trying to do it yeah you know. i was I, di I didn't have a dremel to do that because i've seen that technique where you put them the, the etch on a dremel to then sand it but I, di I didn't do that technique i just got a bit of sanding paper around the disc but the sanding paper got under the disc and bent it upwards and i was like oh no <laughs> <laughs> damn yeah, yeah yeah and um and like there there's other models that i have it's like the the lamborghini right i wish that i had um some big enough like uh, photo etch disc that i could just like put on there because the wheels are huge and oh, you, yeah. can, you can see the you know the disc brakes and everything and i'm just like thinking damn so i don't know i'm gonna i'm gonna see if maybe i could get my hands on some even if i have to grab it from a different kit or a different you know aftermarket set and like put it on there because i really would love to have that detail like on there you know and um and then also i'm, I'm kind of I haven't even painted the uh, the brake pads yet for the uh, for the brakes. Like I still need to paint those to to finish up that that model. So I'm kind of debating whether I should go with like an orange kind of color or just a red. Um, You'd want to go for something that stands out on that hover kind of yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I was talking to Casey about it. I might go with the red. I don't. I don't know. Just so it or even yellow. Something you know that really, or like a oh, neon, yeah. black, <laughs> right? Bright, like a bright green that really stands out. Yeah, I didn't even think about yellow, but you know, just yeah, just something that pops pretty much because it's gonna have like the dark wheels and everything. But if I could get like some photo etch, because I I tried you, I do have some photo etch date uh, break discs, but they're too small. And I tried putting them on, and I'm like, oh no, these are way too small. Yeah, like the the ones that come with the kit. You know they're plastic but they look huge and i need something that's going to match that so it gives it the proper like coverage on i don't know how well you can see them on this one but yeah they are they're, they're pretty big yeah there you go and that was another example with this one i actually put the that silver on the red caliper that's a sticker so this is what i mean about that the lamborghini build of using the water slides and the stickers yeah, that looks tight right there. Yeah, it's cool that they gave the that combination 
of uh, of both. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna wrap up this episode. Um, is there any uh, any shout outs you want to give out, Chris? Before and just go? you know, a massive thank you to everyone. Um, you know, as I previously said, you know, anyone that's given me help, advice, you know, and just appreciate everyone for everything really. And it's you know, for everyone that's, you know, followed my work and, you know, everyone who, you know, likes my work, I, I've, you know, it's, it's amazing. I, you know, I don't know what to say, but thanks really. And, you know, thank you to you for having me on. You know, I feel quite honoured to be a part of this, you know, video pod, the Scale Ladders podcast. How awesome is that? Right on, man. No, thank you. Thank you, dude. Yeah. Thanks for taking the time. I mean, it, it was great having you on and, I know we'll do another one in the future, dude. I thought we were going to just do an hour. Look at us. We're almost like yeah, two hours. So, you know, so, I didn't even see the time. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I just realized I was like, oh, you know, it's, it's going to be midnight on my end. But you're pretty much starting your day. Uh, yeah, I bet the wife's dying to get in to put the kettle on. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. Right on, man. Well, hey, it was it was great, Chris. We'll uh, keep in touch and, you know, we'll uh, share a lot of your work that we see on Instagram. And for those that are listening, you know, we're going to tag him on the show notes. So you guys could, if you're not following him yet, make sure you follow Chris on Instagram as well. And we'll have the link on there. So you guys could check out his work. So um, everybody. Oh, a, a massive thank you to you as well, by the way, you know, on behalf of the community, because you always post in everyone's work, you repost in everyone's, you know, and it's, you know, so thanks for being, you know, a big pillar of the community as such, because it's, it's always oh, great no, seeing no. your, your stories. Yeah. Of everyone's work on your stories. And it's just, Sometimes I've seen builders on your stories that I haven't been following. So I've been able to see them, follow them and see more as such. So yeah, thanks for, thanks for doing what you're doing. Yeah. Oh, awesome. that's dope, man. I'm, I'm happy to hear that right there. Yeah. It's always neat. You know, like you see something, you share it. And I, you know, I guess that's what I'm hoping to happen. Like to trigger like people to like check out, Oh damn, I haven't seen his stuff. You know, let me, let me check it out. So that's pretty dope. Awesome. And, um, so every everybody who's um who's in the chat, thanks for joining us. This was episode 198. Um as we close off, you know, the episode's gonna be saved and you'll be able to re-watch it from the beginning here on YouTube. And for the listeners, it'll be up on you know pretty much any whatever platform that you use for podcasts, iTunes, um Spotify, you know, it'll be up there. So uh thank you guys for tuning in and Thank you, Chris. I hope you have a, a good day and uh, we'll keep in touch. Cheers, mate. Thank you very much. All the All best. Right, man. Yeah. Peace out. Bye. Cheers. Bye. Cheers.